This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by Kaleida Health. Welcome into One Bills Live. Happy Monday, everybody. Maddie Glab filling in for Chris Brown alongside Steve Tasker from 1 to 3 this afternoon. We've all been up for quite some time because around 6.15, the earth was rumbling and rattling. And... A lot of people thought snow plows ran into their apartments or houses. I thought a lightning bolt struck our apartment. and I was looking for a mushroom I was cloud. ready to go. Yeah, I was looking for a mushroom cloud off in the distance. It sounded like a very distant but distinct explosion, like a TV <laughs> explosion. I was like, oh, my gosh, something went off. I thought a gas truck, a gas explosion, some, or, or, or a jet crash or something, something big and big boom rumbled. And, you know, everybody, boom, shook the house. Everybody, I was up, man. You, you could I don't know if I've been that alive, alert, awake <laughs> around, wake up around 6, sure. 6.15. 6.15, I, I was still snoozing. My alarm yeah. was going to go off at 6.30. 6.15 rolls around. Usually I'm a little tired on Monday mornings, coming off a weekend, and <laughs> boom, you're awake. I am. I'm not above that. We're I'm, not snoozing. I'm at a point in my life, Maddie, where I can be a little bit vulnerable here with our listeners. All right, go I was, ahead. Go for ahead. a minute there, I was terrified. <laughs> I thought I you were like, going to say, I was out like a light. No, I was terrified. I was like, I was really like, wow, that really, because you knew it was something. Mm-hmm. It was not just like the temperature changing in your attic and the and the boards creaking or something, yeah. right? It was. It was more than that. Yes. And. I was looking at like, is the world? Yeah, I was seriously looking for the at like a smoke plume or something in the distance, trying to figure it out. And I gave it, you know, I gave it like literally five minutes. So did you get out of bed, look out the window? I was not going. I was done. I I was done. I'm exhausted right now. I need a nap. (laughs) So I was done. And so I gave it like five minutes, and then. Took the phone out, looked at Twitter, and found out, yeah, everybody, it wasn't went, just me. I went straight to Twitter, saw it wasn't just me, thought it was an earthquake, yep. ends up being an earthquake. But I, as I was on Twitter, some people were saying I started to get dressed and, like, kind of get ready for whatever the situation was. <laughs> I stayed in bed for like, another 20 minutes it really trying to figure like out what movies. was going on. It was like, it was like was, uh, the quiet place or something, right? The, yeah. the meteors come down and the, the monsters come out. 
or Armageddon, you know, Zombieland, you know, all this stuff. You thought, what's, you know. Gotta this go. Is this is it, Gotta babe. Gotta go. You look at her. Gotta We're, pack up my lock things. Lock the doors and keep quiet. Whatever. Yeah. I was, was like, well, if I'm in a situation like that, you, you have your fight or flight, I guess I'm just staying in bed. I, <laughs> I wasn't getting ready to do anything. Yeah, it was... Um, and I, I'll say this, I related this two years ago. We were in a, um, a restaurant having dinner in Southern California out in San Diego with some friends. And a little, and a small earthquake rumbled through the restaurant in the, in the area, whatever. And, and you know, the, the, they had the, sh- the uh, pendant lights coming down, mm-hmm. this going to hang from the ceiling. And they swung they a, little a little bit. I shook a little bit. And, you know, us, like you and me are right now, we were like, wow, what, what did, was that a... <laughs> Did you, and we're looking around like, wow, we're, you know, we're kind of losing our minds a little bit. Like, wow, is that the thing? What? And all the people that were from there were like, they were like, uh, what, what were you saying? I'm sorry. What, what I missed that? that. Yeah. They just I went right on. They was like, they didn't even think about <laughs> it. They were just like nothing. And yeah, today us Buffalonians are with our conversation. We're freaking we're out. Freaking out. Cause we, this, that doesn't happen. I've, I've been here for over three and a half decades. First one. Yeah, I saw a tweet that said this is going to register on maybe like top five for Buffalo. And the three or four before then were like 1800s, 1920s, 1960s um, were when other ones happened that were a higher magnitude than the 3.8. So, you know, nothing like getting your Monday started with a little bit of earthquake action. Buffalo's had it all this year. You know, the snow now the earthquake, what's next? Hopefully we have a nice and easy rest of the winter. We're An early spring. Early spring, good temps. <laughs> Sunshine Have the day. sun out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, the sun is out in Arizona as Super Bowl week is here for the Chiefs and the Eagles. They all touch down in Arizona, and so the events of the Super Bowl begin for both teams, and it's a full week of things for them. I believe media night, opening night, is tonight, so they will be speaking with several different media members. Uh, it's the the sound bites, the videos that you see, really, of people just swarmed around each guy for that hour that they get, where... You're not really even talking about the game. You're talking about anything but the game. It seems like some crazy questions are thrown their way. You have yeah. some kid reporters in the crowd and all that. So I'll be interested yeah. to see some have of the best been there? questions have you ever and sound bites asked. No, I have not been I've there been before. on both sides of it, obviously, uh, and it's changed over the years. When we first did it, it was a little like you see, it was just it was football people and it was the players and and there were 10 or 12 podiums, and everybody else was kind of standing around, all the mm-hmm. guys. We were all in our game pants and our jerseys, you know, and stuff, which they might be tonight. I don't know. Now it's a show, and there are still the 10 or 15 podiums, mm-hmm. maybe a few more now. And then, you know, it's just guys standing around. And it, But it's not, foot, it's not per se football media. It's entertainment media. Yeah. And you have comedians yes, there tabloids. trying to do their stick. Yes, they're getting content for mm-hmm. podcasts and all this other stuff. And it's about everything except the game that's coming up on Sunday. Yeah. And that's for guys who have never been there before. The Chiefs and the Eagles have still got guys from their last Super you know, Super Bowl. They've been there recently. They'll have guys that can kind of give the guys a heads up. But you get there, and it's the first inkling you have that the entire week – is about something other than the game you're going to play. 
And that's, I think it's a real is realization. It's a weird mindset and mentality to, to touch okay, down yeah. in a different place than you're used to and you're preparing for the entire week for this game. Yeah, nobody and cares. Your entire schedule is anything but ordinary. Nobody cares about the game. They do not care. <laughs> the, they're talking about... They're talking about, you know, the Pro Bowl and this, you know, this other stuff and, you know, you're, where you came from, what you're doing, who, you know, what you're doing this week. There, it's everything except the game. Is it tough to lock in as a player? It's very distracting. And, you, and the thing, too, and you've seen this, too, our guys here in the room, in the building, mm-hmm. they go through a routine, right? There's, the routine is thrown out the window. Yep. And the energy that you usually expend on the, on the media obligations that you have, like open locker room, and uh, maybe a Wednesday, you have to, some of the bigger guys like Josh has to speak and stuff on Wednesdays or whatever. Yeah, it is used up completely by like Wednesday night, Thursday morning. But you still got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and yeah, you're still geez. inundated with more media, more mm-hmm. media, more attention, more of this and more of that. It, you just get fed up with it. It's it's a tough tough week for these guys, and you you got to kind of acclimate yourselves and go in knowing that it's going to be different. Well, these two rosters have been put together in very different ways. Um, I saw an NFL article that got released today that kind of details, and it's been a topic of conversation, I would say, over the last week as as people are starting to um, peek behind the curtain of how these teams got built. And, of course, the people who follow those teams know better than us, but people who work in the NFL who are not in the Super Bowl anymore. This is our week to kind of look at these rosters and, and you know, compare and contrast what would what would you like the Bills to have that the Chiefs and the Eagles have? And so this article kind of details how the Eagles kind of have put their roster together and how GMs of yesterday are very different than GMs of today and how it's really a win-now mindset and maybe draft picks aren't as important as they as they have been in the past and it's important to to find people and use your capital in terms of money and salary cap through free agency rather than the draft we saw the LA Rams do it um, they won a Super Bowl this year didn't even make it to the playoffs is that worth it that's a good question um, so kind of details how the Eagles traded for some really good talent and then right. you look at the Chiefs and and they have a lot of rookies that are playing meaningful minutes and meaningful snaps on their roster. I think it's five of their eight rookies um, have really contributed to this roster this season. So we'll get into a little bit of that today and also compare the bills to that. I looked at um, where all of the starters on the depth chart, if you go to the team's website, for the Eagles, the Chiefs, and the Bills, where they were drafted. So we'll get into that later in the show to kind of compare, okay, first-round picks, you know, fourth and beyond. Can we draw anything from this? Is it similar across the board? Uh, we also had a mock draft watch that went out uh, on Friday. So we'll also look into Who's being mocked to the Bills at that number 27 spot? It's honestly kind of all over the board because free agency hasn't hit yet. That's when it starts to come together a little bit. So don't don't spoil it. I, I know right, I know I you have crazy, I know you have a take. The, I know you have a take. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's fun. And we all get to because it's fun because you know what? We all have a voice, we all have an opinion and People, people are ready to listen. My opinion, to your opinion and your right opinion now. are just as valid as each other. Just like somebody we don't, you know, somebody who doesn't even know mm-hmm. whether the ball's stuffed or blown up, their opinion is just as valid. They, you know, because there's so much we don't know right now about what's going to happen in the draft. 
Exactly. And I'll say it again. There's a couple of teams that don't even have a head coach yet. Yes. So, I mean, what are we, you know, it's hard. What are we doing? <laughs> it's You're hard. Like, Why are we talking about this today, Because it's fun, man. Because I like it. Because it's fun. And it's Monday. And it's Monday, the week of the Super Bowl. And the Bills, unfortunately, aren't in it this season. Uh, Pro Bowl happened this weekend. That wrapped up uh, with the flag football game on Sunday. I was talking about on Thursday night how I tuned into all of the skills challenges and really like that. Did not tune in at all on Sunday. I was busy doing other things. Didn't put the game on, but the NFC won uh, with, I think the score is 35 to 33, and that's factoring in the score leading into that game. So NFC goes home with a little bit more money in their pockets compared to the AFC. Tasker, did you watch any of this? No. <laughs> no. But you did you did watch a formal former Pro Bowl game, right? I, I went back. I, 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 yes. I, it popped up on my timeline. Okay. And it was somebody going, hey, remember this? This is look at this game compared to like the game that I called on a radio a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when it was in Orlando and and these things that they're doing now, it's not a game. It's, you know, it's flag football, seven on seven. It's, uh, you know, tic-tac, kick-tac-toe, mm-hmm. you know, the water balloon toss, <laughs> dodgeball, longest drive. You know, all that stuff's going on. And it's not even a football game except, and this is the closest thing, was the seven on seven flag football. And I went back and somebody put on the 1993 Pro Bowl, which, you know, I was in with a bunch of guys. And it was unbelievable in the 15-minute highlight thing that it was, it's kind of extensive, mm-hmm. there was 25 penalties that weren't penalties then that would be now. Oh, gosh. Like, like bad hits, So push it was downs. like a real game. Yeah. We had like got receivers. Guys wanted that Receivers check. getting hung out and getting laid out by, by safeties and stuff. It was unbelievable. I was like, what are we, dumb? <laughs> We've got we the were, video. Yeah, there it is. Here's some of it. It was it was idiotic. I look back at it, it's like, what were we doing? <laughs> there you go. And it was, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, I made that tackle there. So I <laughs> just crazy stuff. You know, guys just you know getting laid out and uh, quarterback Steve Young, Dan Marino, Troy Aikman, um, all the you know Hall of Fame guys everywhere, and Marino. <laughs> You just gave a high five if you're watching on MSG. You've got blood rolling down your elbow, right. yeah, Steve. It was, it was, yeah, I do. It was, yeah. So, <laughs> it was rough. So, I was looking at these guys. Marino, like, throws this ball. He gets batted in the air. And after he throws the ball, it's getting tipped backwards out of the, you know, it's out of play. <laughs> I think it was Ricky Jackson of the Saints. Just two-hand jacks him in the chest. Boom. And just lays him out. Uh, this is, you know, Marino. I'm like, what this are you doing? This is a doing? Pro Bowl. It's the Pro Bowl. These guys are just just waxing each other. We were dumb. We were so stupid. Now so it's a flag football game. It's Fast forward to 2023. It it's flag a flag football, football, football game. It's literally flag football. <laughs> and, you know. and Why were guys playing so hard back then? Was it for, for the grand. check? For ten the 10 grand. grand. Winner takes home 10K. Loser takes home 5K. No, no, no. T- loser takes home 10K. 10K. Winner takes home 20. Okay. So it was the 10, 10 grand difference. Okay. And I remember thinking this, oh, we really need to win this game because 
you know, I brought the whole family and the, you know, you 15 people, the with whole, you. you know, I had the whole fam damly with me <laughs> and, you know, I got to break even on the trip. I really, you know, so that's why we're pushing and shoving. Uh, right. And this was back when most of, like maybe half those rosters were probably making seven figures. Mm-hmm. And I, I was nowhere near that, but you know. It was a long weekend in Vegas for most of these yeah, guys. Yeah, you were for having for that fun. Money. They were having fun. And I'm telling you what, I was. I didn't remember it being that intense. I really didn't. And I was looking at it going, wow, by comparison, it's crazy. Brought you back. Right. The right. memories came flowing back. I, got, I had a couple of inj- I got. I got my finger broke. I think my finger got broken in that game, actually. But I'm not sure. Um, oh, my gosh. One of that, one of the other ones. But it was uh, crazy to think about. And then you see this. And... And I get it too. The stuff they're doing now, it's kind of, you know, in some ways, and I, I don't want to take this the wrong way. In some ways, it's better because it gets a chance for you because they have so many cameras and so much access with the media mm-hmm. that you can get a chance to see these guys interact between themselves, like on the sidelines. That's you know? one thing that I heard people say. You know, not having a helmet on, it's yeah. you see more of the personality in a flag football game, and really, and you see more of the personality from guys that are defensive linemen and offensive linemen. So that's what people enjoyed. I was listening to Good Morning Football um, when I was getting ready this morning, and and that's one takeaway that they had was it was fun to see the personality without helmets on. I agree. And I agree with that. So the game ends. I saw this on Twitter. The – and the NFC is up 35 to 33. So the score is that high because you already have a fixed score going into it based on the skills challenges. Right. So the AFC was up 21 to 15. So the NFC was really going to have to put on a show in the flag football game. They ended up doing so. So I think there's like 41 seconds left on the clock. And Kirk Cousins, I think they're within. They're in the red zone, and I can't remember the exact rules for flag football, but I think within the 10-yard line, you can't you can't run, or maybe it's within the – once you get into the right, red zone, you, right. you can't run the ball. And so Kirk Cousins starts to kneel down, and Peyton Manning is saying that's a penalty because that's a rushing attempt. You can't rush. You're, you're too close to the goal line, so you cannot have a rushing attempt. So Peyton Manning is yelling, you know, it's a penalty, it's a penalty, it's a penalty. There's still time on the clock. The game is not over. And I guess the ref told Kirk Cousins that he could kneel down. So Peyton was very upset about the way that the game ended. And Justin Jefferson is waving goodbye to the AFC. And Peyton just looks pissed. He looks bitter. Eli Manning gets dumped with water. He's celebrating. He has some offhand comment about how he's, you know, he's the better coach of the two brothers. Something something to, to that degree. But Peyton was oh not pleased. Gosh. That that that's is how hilarious. The game that is hilarious. So, it makes sense. But, well, what are you going to do? You know, I, <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Yep. So that's a wrap on the 2023 Pro Bowl games. We had seven guys in the Pro Bowl. Dawson Ox caught a two-point conversion, I saw. Um, There was a clip that I saw on Twitter, too, of Trayvon Diggs and Stephon Diggs guarding each other. Mm -hmm. The ball did not go Stephon Diggs' way. um, I saw Steph threw a pick. But it was funny to see them jawing at each other. Yeah, Steph threw an interception to his brother. (laughs) So it was... There it is right there. Oh, you my see it. gosh. Yeah, he threw it, and it goes the other way. For He threw a pick six to his brother. 
That's hilarious. Oh my gosh, I did not I could, see that on Twitter. I, you know, I, got, I have three older brothers. I can't imagine a worse scenario. <laughs> Throwing a pick six. And then I didn't. I didn't catch up on the best catch, but Stefan Diggs was voted to to go on to the final round of best catch. It was him and Amon Ross St. Brown. And I guess Stefan Diggs and Trayvon Diggs, they kind of, Steph must have been like, hey, help me out. I want you to help me out for the best catch for the finale here. Right. And I guess it was a disaster. <laughs> it wasn't good at all. Compared to Amon Ross St. Brown, he had, I don't know who he had with him, but his catches were way better than Stefan Diggs. <laughs> so Amon Ross St. Brown ends up winning that. And I guess Steph was pissed with where Trayvon was throwing the ball. So it looks like these two didn't even practice it. Maybe maybe they didn't. You know, they're two professional NFL players. So do they really need to practice um, throwing a ball in the air <laughs> to a point where Steph can catch it? So as Steph is in the air, he jumps off this tiny little trampoline to, like, land into a mat. Mm-hmm. And... Trayvon's throwing the ball up, and Steph is, like, in the air, pissed off at his brother for where the ball is being placed. (laughs) 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 So they're just, like, arguing like two (laughs) brothers would. That is great. That is great stuff. Yeah, so not good, not good. The one in the pool was way better, Steph. That that was great. Um, But Amon Ross St. Brown ended up winning best catch. But I, I enjoyed that facet of the Pro Bowl did not watch flag football games um caught up on some of that on Twitter so right you know it's we'll see what it's like next year yeah this is year one of this I wonder yeah I mean they're probably they're probably gonna keep it up and you know do something and tweak it and say more of this less of that so uh, I heard some players say you know we like this format we like it more but then Josh Jacobs came out and said it was stupid that he didn't like it well, so always, you can't, uh, you're you're not going to please everybody, right? right? You're right. not going to please everybody. But it seemed like overall, from what I heard and saw on Twitter, if you're watching on MSG, you're watching Amon Ross St. Brown jump over the, the, the Lions, Lions mascot, mascot to make a catch. Pretty epic for the best catch. And then you have Snoop Dogg um, yep. being a part of the judging. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. There were some pictures of Snoop and Stefan Diggs next to each other. So those those are cool things. We had some of the stars, Trayvon Diggs' son, Aiden Diggs, who we've seen right. um, kind of all over the place. He was there. Um, the, the Jets kid, Johnny, who does the ice cream thing after they won. It's Johnny, I got some more ice cream, <laughs> if you saw that at all during the season. Anytime the Jets won, he would get ice cream. So they were doing the gritty on the sidelines. So it seemed like it was kind of like the who's who of the sports uh, world. You know what was surprised there. me about it? It looked like the entire stadium was packed. Mm. It looked like the entire stadium was packed. It looked like it. I don't know if it was or not. Yeah. I was like, people are actually like, <laughs> it's a flag football game. I think seeing kids like uh, Aiden Diggs on the sideline, I feel like this format. Look at the look at the stands. It is pretty. It's, it's crowded. Completely full wow. all the way around. They're playing on a fifty yard That's field. Crazy. The middle fifty yards of the game of the field is where they're playing twenty down to you know, yeah. between the two twenty five yard lines, mm-hmm. and. It's packed. The whole the whole stadium is full. Yeah, for this. That's pretty wild. I was saying, I feel like this format is for kids. You know, 
Yeah, kids I can get really it. get involved with this and like it. Not that they because can't with a regular football game, but you're doing cool things like you're doing best catch, you're doing kick tac toe, you're doing water balloons, you're doing dodgeball, and then you're doing flag it, football, which a lot of kids play flag football. Yeah, it certainly so it's, makes it, it might accessible. be kind of like a let's do this to help grow the game. Right, you know? I get it, and it's it because you can't see kids see the pros doing stuff like this. And there and is something with having your helmet off. You get to accessible. see the smiles. You get to see the reactions. Because yeah, your kids are sitting at home going, well, I can do that out of my yard. Let's yeah. go. You know, that totally. kind of thing. And I, I, I'm all about it. I'm all about that stuff. It's great. But it is vastly different than anything we've ever seen the NFL do. Because like a lot of pro sports teams, like sports leagues do, they take themselves sometimes a little too seriously. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> This is not that. It's not serious. This is not it's that. Fun. It's fun. And they, they have to be serious for so much of the entire year. You know, your 18-week season, it's nice to see some of these guys have fun like this. Yeah, and I, I'll say this. I was uh, – I remember the my, uh, my mindset when I went. It was always a relief to get out there. It's always a thrill and, a, you know, and an, uh, an honor to be out there. But even, you know, when you've been there for – a couple of times, like I, I went. It was great to see the really good players in the mm-hmm. league and get to know them, and get a chance yeah. to say hello. It was a that was the best part about it yeah. was, you know, seeing some guys getting better acquainted with some guys and and uh, you know just exchanging pleasantries and talking to them about their about their position, about their team, about their season, and all of that stuff. It's fun. So I thought that was the one thing that they got out of this flag football thing was that kind of. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, across the team um, interaction, you know, players from different teams being, you know, on the same team. 
and seeing that how that worked it was pretty cool yeah i agree so the article that i was speaking about um in the beginning of the show let me get this title here it's called making moves so if you head to nfl.com you can see that article i'm about halfway through it uh so jeffrey chadia who wrote the article is actually going to come on with us at two o'clock and it goes along with our twitter topic our twitter question today um it has to do with rosters, how you build a roster. How would you rather build a roster? What are facets that you like about the Chiefs roster? What do you like about the Eagles roster from how it was built to where it's strongest up front? Is it offensive weapons, quarterbacks? Like, what do you like about it? So give it. Give us a call at 803-0550 or tweet at us. Uh, we will discuss that here in the coming segments. And Jeffrey Chidea will be able to chime into that conversation with, with his in-depth article about how the Chiefs and, and the Eagles roster kind of came to be. And now they're on the Super Bowl stage. That's what everybody wants to do. They want to be able to make it to the Super Bowl. How do you do that? Is there a right formula for it? Is there is something trending in one direction? Is free agency really the move now? Um, is the draft really not as important as as much anymore? Does it depend year to year with where the draft is heavy in certain in certain position groups and all of that? So we'll we'll tap into all of that at two o'clock. And our question is: Which Super Bowl roster, Chiefs Eagles makeup, would you rather have, and why? Right, and it, and the the most basic differences are are pretty obvious pretty obvious to people who pay close attention. The Chiefs have Pat Mahomes, who signed that five hundred million dollar deal, and they've got a lot of con- contributions from rookies from this year's draft class. The Eagles have a quarterback on his rookie deal, and they signed a bunch of free agents, so they spent their money the other end, mm-hmm. you know. And so, and both of them are in the Super Bowl. Both of them were the one seed. Both of them scored up to this point of the season and through the playoffs, they've scored the exact same number of points. Mm-hmm. So um, it's interesting to look at to see how teams have done it. We've seen and we've heard how the window opens up for teams if they get a quarterback who's really good on his rookie deal. And they can really make hay yeah. during that. You have, you have more money to work with. Right. Now we have seen with Pat Mahomes, uh, Brady, in uh, Tampa Bay uh, with Matt Stafford in L.A., guys with big contracts being able to get it done. Um, it's, it's interesting to think about because certainly the Bills are in a spot where they just signed an, their quarterback to an extension. He's not on his rookie deal mm-hmm. anymore, and they're doing it with some – and they're also doing it with some key free agents that they've signed. And there's some, you know, the Chiefs, they, they deal away one of their best wide receivers. And now their wide receiver room looks really different compared to how much they're paying Tyreek Hill versus their wide receiver room now. I think um, on Good Morning Football, they were talking about it today. It was like there's $15 million tied up in the Chiefs' current wide receiver room right now compared to what Tyreek Hill is making per year, which would have been more than $15 million, I believe. So different ways to go about it, you know, you hate parting ways with somebody who is the one of the biggest reasons why you are so good. But if it's for the good of the entire roster and you believe there are ways that you can get by and make it without a key piece, a key figure uh, like Tyreek Hill, why not try it? And they right. proved they could do it. They're right. in the Super Bowl. 
a lot of people had questions going into this season of are the Chiefs going to be as good as they were without a weapon like Tyreek Hill? They've proved that they absolutely are. Yes. And they did it by drafting, and they also did it by some low-budget free agents, which is what Brandon Bean said the team is going to have I, to do this offseason. Yeah, it's, at some point, you know, and we sent the Chiefs got a, a, some real contributions from some rookies. The Bills, not so much from their rookie class. Some, mm -hmm. James Cook, Khalil Shakir, Benford, and Kyrie Elam would be the most prominent rookies that did it. Um, but I would say, you know, other teams, like particularly the Chiefs, got more of a contribution from their rookies um, than, you know, with Pacheco uh, and those guys uh, than, than the Bills did. Mm -hmm. um, they did, you know, defensively they had some rookies on the field at corner. So I'm. it's interesting to think about how these teams fit together. I think we're get, seeing proof that no matter how you build it, you just got – I think you got to have guys – a number of guys, whatever percentage we're looking, I, I couldn't tell you, but a certain number of guys outplaying their money that they're getting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're playing better than the market value would have had them playing. Particularly, you can get that easier when you've got rookies out there who can really contribute athletically and with their skill set. So I see where it comes from in the quarterback room where you say if your quarterback's on his rookie contract, you can really open the window. But it also works for other positions too if you get enough of those guys yep. you know number one wide out who's a rookie like a Justin Jefferson last year with mm -hmm. uh, with Minnesota all this stuff if you can get comp really prominent players outplaying their salary that's when you start to I think your window's really open then yeah this article making moves also goes into a quote uh, that somebody within the Rams front office had um, where they talk about dealing away, trading away their first round picks and how because they did that, that allowed them to focus a lot more on the middle of the draft. Uh, the quote explained, you know, you do so much to prepare for the top half of the NFL draft, your first and second, right. your third round pick probably. But by trading away your first round pick, that frees up a lot of time to focus on maybe your second, third, fourth, and fifth rounders to really try and hit on the meat, the meat right. and potatoes of the draft. I thought that was a really interesting um, thing to say and, and an idea to have, not having to worry about a first round. Maybe you are going to get more out of the middle tier guys if you get that right it's so tough you know you could draft a first rounder but is that first rounder going to develop under your coaching staff are they going to make the impact you need within the time that you you allow them um to be on the roster and, and right. to grow into what you want them to grow into i think it's fascinating i wish there was something that and this goes into analytics i wish there was a way to measure and determine based on where you're drafted, what position you play, and your stats in your first three seasons to basically say if you were a bust or not. And, and, right. and it didn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a bust or not, but maybe on a scale of being a bust or not a bust at all. I think right. that would be really interesting because you always look at these players who are drafted in their first three years as they kind of gear toward a second deal and you're wondering you know, now some people are obvious bus and some people are are definitely not bus but where does it fall on on, on this scale, scale? Yeah, right. 
And how could you rank general managers and scouting departments based on where they fall on the scale every single season? Yeah. Are that's, some that's way right. above others? Are, yeah. are a lot just in the middle? So. I don't think so. I, I've heard a lot of – when you look at all these teams and their histories – know we got to go to break here, but the, the philosophy these days in the NFL is get as many draft picks as you can because everybody bats about the same. If you can bat like 300, mm-hmm. if you get – Three out of ten starters or great pro bowlers, you're you're knocking it out of the park. Most people can get three contributors, but not great players. But if you can get that many, you're great. But everybody's batting about the same because they're all talking about the same pool of players, and nobody knows how good these guys are going to be. And you spread it out over 32 teams, everybody gets about the same amount of players. So it's really hard to outperform unless you you know kind of hit it lucky one year. But the philosophy then means well. If you bat that 300 like everybody bats, but you've got 20 picks and everybody else has got seven, you're going to get like True. you know you're going to get mm-hmm. six guys instead of three. Mm-hmm. So it's a bigger dip. So get as many draft picks as you can because you can find guys like Matt Milano in the fifth round or Brock Purdy is Mister Irrelevant. You can find these guys that are like, wow, this guy's you know pretty good. Yeah. Like Christian Benford, Jordan Poyer's Jordan Poyer's a seventh round draft pick. So. You can find guys like that out there, but you've got to have a lot of picks to to make those percentages work. Yeah, it's interesting. I think you could talk about this forever. At least I could. With well, we're going to talk about it for so many three factors. Here. So many factors. Yeah, we're going to talk about it for the next three months because the draft is not until the end of April. April twenty seventh is that day. But we're not even to the Super Bowl yet. Maybe we need to slow our roll. So we're going to take a break, cool off here. When we come back, we're going to get into our tweet sheet. Uh, What Super Bowl roster would you rather have? What makeup would you rather have and why? Give us a call here, 803-0550, or tweet at us. We are One Bills Live. We're presented by Kaleida Health. This is Buffalo Bills Radio. We're back here on One Bills Live, a Monday afternoon. Kind of gloomy, kind of not. Kind of earthquakey, kind of not. <laughs> We're all good. We're all good now. We're in the um, aftershock mode of our day. Tom Brady. Today he's posing in boxers on his Twitter account. I don't know if we needed that, but he also announced on Colin Cowherd that he's going to begin his broadcasting career in 2024 with Fox Sports. So what the heck is he going to be doing for the next year? Hanging out, enjoying life, playing football? No, I don't think he's coming back. But I'm sure people will wonder. He might not. He might not come back. Or should I say he might come back? He might, might. He might, he might, might not. not. He might not. Um, it's not off the table because, let's face it, there's some franchises out there that would love exactly. They would love like having him come in. Absolutely love it. And you know, they've got some franchises who are, you know, still looking for a head coach, looking for a quarterback. Um, he could come back and I believe he could play better. I'm still think he's in top half of the league. I um, would agree with that. And in some and if some of his skill set He's the best there's ever been and still is. Like his mm-hmm. decision making, processing, all that, as good as it can get. He's, you know, but he's 45. Yeah. You know? The ability that he offers to just come in and go versus come in and a ramp up period, I think there are maybe. He could end up coming in a 10, training. Less yeah, than he, 10 guys who could do that. Right. He could in come in right like now. the 
third week of training camp. Be good to and go. And parachute in and be ready by opening yeah. day. And that is so attractive for so many teams who are looking for a quarterback or who have the roster and they just kind of need that guy to just help them move down the field. You know, they just need a plug-and-play type of person. They're not looking for a franchise guy right now. Right. They're just looking for somebody to fill that hole for just, a couple years. Yeah, just for give a us year, a maybe. year. Just give us a year. Listen, we're like we're gonna we're gonna draft a quarterback, and you're gonna right. teach him for a year, we're and the then we're gonna Houston, hand it off. For instance, we're the Houston Texans. We're gonna draft a guy number one overall, or maybe we're whoever. The Chicago Bears have the number one overall pick, so they trade it to somebody. Yeah, they whoever trade it. Is. We're gonna we're gonna we are going to draft a guy, and we don't want him to play. We want you to teach him how to play for a year, and we'll give you a good number to do it. At that point in your career versus your early days, how hard is it to go through an NFL season once you know it so well, once you know it like the back of your hand? Is it still really hard? Yeah. In fact, that's why you quit. Not because you can't – it's not your mind that goes. It's your body that gives Mm -hmm. out. So you spend – Instead you of spend spending, all your free time in the training room. Yes, yeah, you, sp- yeah. you spend your time. You, you know, when you're a young rookie, the next day, Monday afternoon, you're like going, yeah, it's not so, it wasn't so bad, you know. And then, you know, four or five years in, it's like till Wednesday before you start feeling good. Yeah. And then six, seven years in, it's it's Thursday or Friday. And then after you're in there for a decade, you can't get ahead of it anymore, <laughs> right? I mean, you just always you're, you're always like hurt. Crap. And also with a guy like Brady, and this may not be true for him. I know it's true for a lot of guys. He has played so well and won so many games for so long that it's the expectation is to win every game. Yeah. And this when, year was a letdown. Very much it was, so. It was weird to watch somebody like him. That's right. Put together the games that and they did. The losses are soul crushing. And because you've won so much, the wins aren't as exhilarating. Yeah. But the losses are soul crushing. Yeah, because you, you don't. It's it's you, chipping away at your ego. It, it chips away. It just it's soul crushing. Yeah. So you just can't. So that wears on you mm-hmm. to the point where you. I just don't want to go through like, it anymore. We can't win. For? We're not winning every week like I'm used to, mm-hmm. and I'm not doing enough to help us, and I hurt, and it's so now. I get you want me to get up at six a.m. in February today, and. Work out to get ready for that. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I don't want to do it. Um, it's a big ask, and and that's what really gets guys out of the league. Because anybody can suck it up and play for three hours on a Sunday afternoon, but man, oh man, you got to go through a lot to get to that point mm-hmm. where you can actually even just suit up. You got to practice. You got to train. You got to stay fit. You got to stay healthy. You got to rehab from little injuries. You got to rehab from the last big injuries you had, and you got to train and lift around things that are bothering you now. Like you got a bad shoulder. Well, now you can't do these big exercises that cut cut your workout in half because it works all these muscles. You got to do this arm like this and this arm like this. And, you ta- you know, it takes forever to train around your aches and pains. So it really wears on you mentally year after year, and it gets worse and worse and worse. And, never, and, it's, and you know in your heart it's never going to get better. Yeah. So that's why, you know, when – that's why Father Time. That's why you unde- hang up the yeah. cleats. Father Time is undefeated, and and he just and because he just wears you out. Well, literally. speaking of quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys that 
there's a lot of teams that would probably want him out there. And he's at the uh, AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am this weekend, and Amanda Balionis interviews him, and she's like, are there any colors that you're liking right now more than others? <laughs> and it's a great way to ask that question. And he says, well, there's a lot of Raiders fans here, so... It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. He ended up winning the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Josh Allen finishes fourth behind Aaron Rodgers. Uh, report that the Raiders are letting quarterback Derek Carr talk to other teams. That'll also be interesting. Devontae Adams is doing things to communicate that he would love to be back with Aaron Rodgers. So this picture is not coming together yet, but the picture of what could happen during free agency, man, it could be an interesting free agency. And then Sean Payton is getting introduced as the Broncos head coach today. Some of those coaching vacancies are now getting filled, whether it's defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, head coach, Cowboys named Brian Schottenheimer as their offensive coordinator. So some of these things are starting to come together, while some of them are, are just big question marks with Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers. I'm still having a hard time seeing Aaron Rodgers play for a team other than Green Bay, but right? I, I say it all the time. It, it's hard for great football players to end their career with one team and one team only. Um, Peyton Manning couldn't do it. Phillip Rivers couldn't do it. I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers may do it. Brett Favre couldn't do it. The, you know, the NFL is looking Joe Montana more and more didn't do like it. the NBA <laughs> yeah. in terms of guys wanting to go yeah. elsewhere. Joe Montana couldn't do it. You know, Marino, Kelly did it. Elway did it. But there's a ton of, you know, now it's a different age. Now and it's, let me see what I can do without this head coach and without without yeah. this team a little bit. Maybe yeah. not always, but kind of trying to, to prove yourself with another team. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Aaron handles it because he, he certainly – could choose to stay in Green Bay, but I don't know that. I don't know. It's it's really interesting. Green Bay has been through this before with Brett Favre, mm-hmm. and Aaron was there to watch it with a front row seat. It'll be interesting to see the effect that that had on him That's back a good then. Point. That's that he remember. Point. Does he want to be that guy? And I don't, maybe he does. You know, maybe it's like, yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to have this circle around me for the next year or two. And be in the middle of it. it. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me, um, but it also wouldn't surprise me if he just sat down and said, I'm going to start as a Packer and end as a Packer. Yeah. Last year, he agreed to terms or signed a three-year, $150 million contract extension that began. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shop. Shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And this season with two further option years. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be fun to follow that and know that we don't yeah. have to worry about that here <laughs> with the Bills. All right, coming up at 2 o'clock, we got Jeffrey Chidea joining us to discuss his article he wrote, Making Moves, which details how teams come together nowadays, how it's different than it was in the yesteryears of the NFL. So stick with us here on One Bills Live. We're presented by Kaleida Health on Buffalo Bills Radio. Welcome back into One Bills Live. We've got Jeffrey Chidea coming on at 2 o'clock from NFL Network to discuss his article that he wrote about how to build a roster in today's NFL, what the Eagles have done, what the Chiefs have done. So... That'll be on in just a few minutes, but we want to dip into our tweet sheet. Which Super Bowl roster, Chiefs or Eagles, which makeup would you rather have and why? So we've got a couple responses here. Feel free to call us 803-0550 or tweet at us. Tim says, Eagles, top lines on both sides of the ball gives you a better team success. The Eagles were able to be the best team in the NFC despite Hurts being injured because their defense held up and the O-line could provide the protection needed. What do you think about that, Steve? Yeah, and it always starts up front, and I we've been harping on it. We do it every couple of years. Whenever we're, our offensive line maybe doesn't perform like we want it to, everybody says, well, we, it always starts up there, and then we always – all we do, we spend the rest of the month talking about wide receivers and running backs, but and corners, right? So, because um, we you tend to take those guys for mm-hmm. granted, but yeah, if you can dominate both sides of the line of scrimmage, you're going to be a really good football team, despite whatever your quarterback is, and not whatever it is, but your every quarterback's going to be made to look better. Your receivers and skill position players are going to be better. Your corners and safeties are going to be better if you can dominate the line of scrimmage and. Um, so yeah, that it does, and that's why Philly plowed through the NFC this season, particularly given the fact that the NFC has had such poor quarterback play by comparison to the AFC. Uh, a team built like Philly just plowed through it. Yeah, if you look at the Eagles' offensive line, defensive line, there are two six-rounders on the offensive line second rounder, a third rounder, and a first rounder. And then if you look at the Eagles' defensive line, 
you've got two first rounders and a third and a fourth rounder. And some of those defensive linemen on the Eagles have been there for a minute. Like Brandon Graham got drafted by the Eagles, I think, in 2010. He's been there right. for a, a while. Um, and it's cool to have have those guys who have who are right. your core group of guys who have been there for that long and who have seen other Super Bowls, you know? They've, They've got three been there, first done rounders. That. Yeah, they got three first rounders in their front seven, yeah. their front five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hassan Reddick, Fletcher Cox, and Brandon Graham. All those guys can really play. Javon Hargrave and Josh Sweat, who's, you know, kind of a – a newer addition, and he's a he's the lowest one in the mm-hmm. fourth round. So they've got a lot of high guys uh, up in that top front five. Um, if you look at our defensive line, we just, have three first rounders yeah. in our defensive line. This is going off of the depth chart on each team's website. So Greg, Ed, Shaq, Shaq was listed as a starter because Von Miller was not a part of the starting lineup. Right. So interesting. I looked up where all the starters were drafted for all three teams, including the Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Bills. So Mm -hmm. that's where we're going off of. But, yeah, I think the lines are so important, obviously. That's what we hear Brandon Bean and we hear Sean McDermott say time and time again when we're in the offseason and we're looking forward to what a new team is going to look like. It's, hey, we need to look at – the trenches we need to look at our play at the line of scrimmage we need to see what the offensive line did well we need to see what the defensive line did well and we need to see what we can fix that's where it always starts with them and you've seen a lot of investment through the draft and free agency with Von Miller put into the defensive line I don't think you've seen that type of quality in the offensive line not saying that there's a huge drop-off in the way that the Bills' offensive line plays, but there hasn't been the first-round picks or the big free agency gets. Um, so maybe the pendulum shifts a little bit towards the offensive line in the offseason since the defensive line has been built up with some yeah, first-rounders. I, I, I'll say this. I, I don't think that's exactly the philosophy most NFL teams use. I mean, that's it makes good sense when you say it the way we're talking about mm-hmm. it. But the simple fact of the matter is – when you get into the draft room on that day when you're picking guys, you've got a guy over here that's going to be a really good professional football player, and you can tell it all points to that, or a guy that plays a position that you need that probably is not going to be that good. Um, you got to get into a spot where you can take the better player yeah. no matter where he plays. You can't pick and, and, and choose. That's what free agency is all about, and that's what they'll try to do between now and the draft. Yeah. Maybe they go after the offensive line a little bit more in free agency. Or maybe they go after the defensive line. Who knows? 21 unrestricted free agents. That's a lot of guys. I think there is going to be some movement in free agency for this team. That starts on March 15th. So we are less than, we're just over a month away from free agency beginning for the NFL and the league year really beginning for the NFL. All right, break time for us. When we come back, Jeffrey Chidea from NFL Network is joining us to discuss his article, Making Moves. Don't go anywhere. We're One Bills Live presented by Kaleida Health. This is Buffalo Bills Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.